Can you guess Sean O'Reilly's top consumer stock of 2015? We'll tell you on this edition of Industry Focus. Well, hello, fools. I'm Nathan Hamilton. And during the intro, if you don't know Sean O'Reilly, he's the guy next to me here. So we're talking top consumer stock of 2015. And uh, I, I realize that we've got a lot of people listening to us on a podcast, but if you're watching, can you guess the stock? Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, we it are, may or may not be Starbucks. It may or may not be Starbucks. Yep. Um, it actually is. Um, and we're, we're also not doing this because there's four Starbucks within walking distance of our office. Sure. <laughs> So what makes what makes 2015 or looking beyond 2015 such a, a an important year for Starbucks? Right. So they just came out, and we're going to kind of bring it back around to this point in a bit here because I wanted to go over where they are now. But um, earlier this month, they came out with their growth plans for uh, basically everything out to 2020, and it is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. What sort of details are, are buried within it? Is it like store count? Different? Yeah. So currently, they've got about 22,000 retail stores in 66 countries, as I mentioned, four of which are right around the corner sure. from us right now. Um, they are the coffee brand. Like, it's just, it's, they've started something big to where they've got mimicking company, like, just, they're it when it comes to premium coffee. And they came out with this plan to just open up, like, tens of thousands more stores to drive profits and everything. It's, it's, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was picking, you know, the top stock for 2015, I was like, man, the Dow just passed 18,000 for the first time. Okay. We're in like a fifth year of a bull market. Look, next year is looking pretty good. GDP just came in at five, like all kinds of, we're obviously not buying at bargain prices. And I think all of our listeners know that. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, what stock could we buy right now after this huge bull run that we've been on that has growth potential and you could probably forget about for five or ten years and do pretty okay with? And I immediately just Starbucks came to mind. So you mentioned store count or their ambitious growth plans. How much of that is really U.S. centric? How much is um, not at all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it comes down to to China and, and so forth. Yeah. Right? So. Um, they, I think everybody knows, the population in China is 1.2 billion. They're middle class. They're, we're talking about, like, the population in the United States will be their middle class, you know, yeah. before long. Um, so Starbucks's plans are very international focused. You're talking about, um, like, tens of thousands of stores in China alone. Mm-hmm. Um, their plan is to uh, double sales by 2020. Like, this is huge numbers we're talking about here. Um, so any company of their size, and we're talking about a company with a market cap of $60 billion right now, talking about doubling their revenues by 2020, I mean, this is like crazy. I, had I not seen it and read it and saw their plans and everything, I would not have thought that, you know, mm-hmm. six months ago. Because I just thought, oh, they're already huge and there's four from our office, so it's like, you know, what's going on here? Um, when you look at the numbers and you compare them to um, not just... Uh, where they are now, but where their plans are, it's kind of a big deal. The other thing that I loved was, um, if we go to a Starbucks, I don't know, right now, um, <laughs> might be a little bit of a line, but had we gone there a couple hours ago, maybe like in the morning, bananas or whatever. Um, and a big trend we're seeing with restaurants, Yum Brands did this with uh, Taco Bell, obviously, was uh, with their breakfast menu. They wanted to get more traffic in the mornings because that was their dip period. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDonald's had obviously ruled breakfast uh, on the fast food area for a long time. 
And so part of uh, the other thing that I love, because it's basically two-pronged, is obviously international expansion. And the other thing that I like about Starbucks growth plans is the evenings. They're going to start putting alcohol in the menu. They're going to have an evening menu with a few not appetizers. Not just coffee anymore. Not just coffee anymore. It's going to be more of a lifestyle type thing. Um, and uh, the other thing that was crazy, like, it's obviously not going to be a huge growth driver, but they have that um, uh, up in Washington State, a Starbucks Reserve Roastery and Tasting Room. What is that exactly? <sighs> Picture a giant warehouse where you can try all kinds of fancy coffees at kind of a bar thing, and it's kind of like going to a brewery for coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to be dropping a few of those, you know, here and there. And uh, it's they're going to be furthering the culture in a way that I don't think anybody anticipated because they've obviously had this huge amount of growth since the '90s. And um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think we're going to be really surprised because when you talk about getting people in there buying alcohol, which is typically a higher markup item, um, you know, uh, a huge chunk of restaurants' profits comes from alcohol sales. Like we saw that with Olive Garden, um, that uh, the hedge fund was Star Starwood. May have been. Yeah. Anyway, that's not important. The point is, they said you guys need to be pushing alcohol more because that's where a lot of the profits are. And they're like, well, we're kind of more of a no family place, sticks. but huh? And no, no more free breadsticks. No more free breadsticks. Criminal. <laughs> I will not go to Olive Garden ever again if they take away the breadsticks. Yep. Um, but um, so you're talking about not only getting bodies in there in the evenings, but selling a pretty hefty profit margin product. That's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you can get pretty hefty comps growth out of an already amazing company domestically here in the United States and then opening tons more stores and I don't know, this seems like kind of a stock you stick in your mattress and forget about for five mm-hmm. or ten years. So I guess you, you mentioned best stock or best consumer stock of 2015. You're looking at this as a much longer period than say, hey, investors are going to make money in 2015 on Starbucks. Guaranteed, more, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more... Um, this does not have the guarantee for that, although yeah. you probably will. No. <laughs> but I guess looking at it you know, Starbucks has laid out this ambitious growth plan, you know, doubling their revenues, store counts booming so significantly. And their management team is amazing. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, but that, a lot of companies have come out and like, you know, uh, uh, not to knock another tech firm, but uh, IBM obviously had that $20 a share in earnings per share by, uh, was it 2015? Yeah, they, they dropped that pretty quick. They dropped that, yeah. And Starbucks, is, like, they have never failed. Mm-hmm. Ever and they are still led by their founder, and he's clearly a visionary. I mean, he's like gotten their uh, phone sales for mm-hmm. uh, uh, just the cards and everything. So, um, not o- not only is the plan ambitious, but I trust them to do it. <laughs> so I guess the markets actually trust them quite a bit because the stock's not cheap. No, it's yeah. not. And I was thinking back about it, like, ah, oh, do I really want to recommend Starbucks? But I was like. And this is kind of part of foolish investing is just paying up for quality. Can anybody think, besides the financial crisis or something, of a time when Starbucks looked cheap? And it hasn't. Yeah. I mean, it really, really hasn't. Um, but currently, it's trading for 25.7 times, uh, I'm sorry, 30 times current earnings. So this is, I mean, you know, 3% yeah, earnings. Yield. Definitely not cheap. No. That, that's a tech firm right there. I know. <laughs> um, tech for Do coffee. they make cash? Uh, huh? Are they profitable? Yeah, so okay. I, they're already beating all the tech firms. Yep. Um, but uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. Google makes money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Google and Apple. Um, they're 25.7 times forward earnings. So you're talking about a company that's expected to grow 20% already off a huge base. So they're not they're not slacking uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, not only that, but I hopped on uh, S&P Capital IQ and I looked at 
the analyst estimates, there's 22 analysts that spend a good chunk of their time covering Starbucks. And uh, they're looking at 16% uh, earnings growth compounded all the way out to 2018. Sure. So... You know, you're paying 25 times forward earnings for something that's going to grow at 15, 16% to the end of the decade. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. You really could. Um, especially compared to, you know, in our space, we've got a lot of these um, state household names like Procter & Gamble and Clorox and all this stuff. Um, not knocking Clorox, great company. Obviously, use them to do my laundry and all that stuff. But, um, you know, uh, Clorox trades for 24 times earnings. They don't have anywhere near the growth potential of a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. <laughs> so somewhat fairly valued, not extremely overvalued. Yeah. That's kind of the moral of the story. Yeah, yeah that's the moral of the story. Um, the other thing I wanted to throw in there um, was uh, uh, Mark Kalinowski over at Janney Capital Markets. Um, I just thought this was interesting. This assumes, obviously, a little bit of growth uh, on McDonald's part, but he said by 2025, Starbucks will be bigger, not just in market cap, but just everything. Uh, uh, Starbucks will be bigger than uh, McDonald's by 2025. Mm -hmm. And this is like wow. the poster child of a huge restaurant chain. Are they talking like revenue or is it store he, he specifically threw out market cap, and then I looked at it, and that's actually not that hard to do. Uh, McDonald's market capitalization is currently about $90 billion, so okay. you know, if you've got $90 billion around, lying around, feel free to go buy McDonald's. Um, Starbucks is 60, so that's, that's only 50% growth, but... I know they're kind of getting ripped on a little bit right now, but it's hard to believe that McDonald's won't have any growth, you know, at all in the next 10 years. So, um, you know, if you look at a, a McDonald's getting to 100 or 110 or 120 billion dollars by, you know, in 10 years, which actually is not that hard. Yeah. Awful growth, actually. If they just do that, that's bad. But Starbucks will surpass them by then. Um, that's, I don't know, passing the torch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, great. Appreciate your insights. You I feel like uh, the best way to end this is cheers to 2015. Cheers. Go Starbucks. <laughs> Thanks for listening, fools.